This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Episode 14, paying off $133,000 in debt with Debt Free and Sunny CA. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money. embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Hello, Frugal Friends. I am Jen. This is Jill. And we are your Frugal Friends, co-hosts of the Frugal Friends Podcast, where we help you save money, spend less, and live more richly. And we are so stoked to have another guest on. We loved having Joel on the last time, and so we really wanted to bring somebody else on. And uh, I'm really excited. How are you feeling, Jill? Um, I'm really excited. That is a lot of stinking money to pay off, and so I'm really excited to hear about her story, how she did it and gained some more tips because we don't know it all. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yes. But first, tell me who today's episode's brought to us by, Jill. Oh, I'm going to tell you. We've got a great sponsor today. This episode is brought to you by Doing It Yourself. Woo! That's right. DIY. Did a button just fall off your shirt and you don't want to pay a seamstress to put it back on? Do it yourself. Do you hate the color bagel on your walls, but you don't want to pay a painter to come in and roll some fresh, crisp paint? Do it yourself. Did your 15-year-old computer just crash and burn and die, but you don't want to take it to a store to try and figure out if it's just a minor thing that you can fix, even though it crashed and burned and died? Do it yourself. Anything, any problem that you run into... It's possible that you could do it yourself. DIY that thing. Oh, DIY makes some hefty claims, Jill. <laughs> the last one sounded a little personal. Uh, but you know what's not? Listen, I am doing it myself on my <laughs> laptop, tablet, and phone combined. You have... This episode brought to you by three different electronics. I am. I wish that I was a fly on the wall in your life right now. I should. If I had an extra phone to take a picture of this setup, I might try and figure that out. You would, but you can't because you're using it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's not complicated and that you don't have to do yourself? Podcast editing. Because this episode's also brought to you by podcastcrafter.com. Uh, mm. Not everybody can be a savvy podcast editor 
or a music maker. So if you need some help on your podcast, check out podcastcrafter.com for a free consultation and very affordable podcast editing and mixing. Oh, well. Beautiful stuff. Great sponsors. Mine was not as interesting as yours, but. (laughs) But practical. Practical, for sure. Uh, So we've got a really great interview with you today. And, uh, well, with our friend Amanda today, and we're bringing it to you. Uh, So pull up a chair. Uh, buckle yourself in your car uh, and uh, <laughs> and get ready. Buckle up. Click it or ticket. Click it or ticket. Uh, today we have Amanda, better known as Debt Free in Sunny California, on Instagram and YouTube. Um, Amanda and her husband paid off one hundred thousand. of debt. It's so much, I literally cannot say it. I don't know how much that is, y'all. So they paid it off in 43 months and became debt-free just a few short weeks ago on July 5th, 2018. (gasps) So Uh, exciting. And during that time, she also started the debt-free community on Instagram that's become a safe haven for people paying off debt. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, Amanda. Thank you. I'm glad to be on the the podcast. Yeah, we're excited to have you. That is a lot of money and had to require a lot of diligence and tenacity. Like when Jen told me that she got you to come on this podcast and I was reading a little bit more about you, I was just like in awe of what you've done, what you've been able to accomplish in such a short amount of time. Uh, so one of the things that I'm curious about, what kind of debt was it that you paid off? The, the biggest one was my student loans. We paid off Josh's truck. I ended up selling a Prius that I had that was too expensive for me. I couldn't afford the payment after I graduated. Credit cards, and then I had to take out a personal loan to pay the difference on the mm. car that I sold. Man, what was yeah. your degree in? My degree's in cybersecurity. Ooh, I love that. Is that what you do now? It is. Yeah. It's a fun, interesting field, kind of like a little detective, cyber detective. That's crazy. (laughs) I have a friend that lives in Boston who like hacks into, hacks into things like professionally to test the security. Mm -hmm. And he hacked into, I think it was like a Amazon Alexa or something. And he like made the news. (laughs) That's awesome. And that's why I won't be getting an Alexa. (laughs) Yikes. I do have one. I thought I never would. I thought, I thought I didn't want people to know what was going on in my life. And then I realized, have at it. There's nothing much going on. Nothing happens in my life. You'll learn about frugal living if you listen in. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've, I, nothing goes on in my life either, but. I still feel like I should have something, some secrets. I don't know. You decide. (laughs) Um, So like you talked about like the things that you have paid off. So that is six figures of debt, which I'm sure obviously a lot of little things adding up over time made, you know, the difference. But like, what was the one thing that you would say made the biggest dent in the debt payoff? 
That's a tough one. The biggest dent. I, for me, before, so Josh and I started our debt snowballs differently or separately. We weren't married at the time. And so I kind of break it down into two different sections before we were married and after we were married. And before we were married, it was a tough time because I was trying to make it alone in California with my expensive car payment, my student loans coming up, and I hadn't gotten that big raise yet. You know, when you graduate, you think, oh, I'm going to start making so much money. It didn't happen right away. It happened gradually over time. Mm. And so the biggest thing for me was selling that Prius. I had a $433 car payment, and once I got rid of that, it freed up so much money to be able to start paying on my student loans down before paying them down before they even became due. Wow. That was something that I had commented to Jen prior before we even started recording that stood out to me in reading a little bit about your story is that it's almost like you arrived at this place of being willing to sell your car and get something less expensive. And it, it didn't seem to me like this ripping a bandaid off. Like I have to do this, like grin and bear it, like knuckle down. It was almost like <laughs> through your journey, you came to this place of, Oh, I realized that this is more important to me than, than having a really cool car, even though like, it sounds like it was a really cool car, <laughs> but yeah. How, how long did, would you say like it took you to get to that place? Like what, was it easy? Was it fast? Or, or was that a journey? That's exactly what it was coming to that point of realization. It took me about eight months to get to that point because with the car payment and what I was making at the time, it was only a couple hundred extra that I was able to pay to get the car down. And it wasn't moving the needle fast enough. I started to get mad and get, get mad and more frustrated that I wasn't making the progress that I wanted to. And at that point I realized I would rather get rid of this car and pay off my debt and be free faster than keeping this nice car. Wow. So how long did you end up actually owning the car for? Maybe two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to taste the sweet, sweet nectar. No, yeah. The, in the, future. <laughs> yeah. the nectar of not having to take my keys out of my purse to open the car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that sounds cool. like a dream. So uh, what are you driving now? I'm driving a 2005 Honda Civic that has been the greatest little car ever. Okay, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Is that what you drive, Jen? No, I drive a Toyota Corolla. It is (laughs) the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I had a car payment on that one, too, though. And uh, that was the first thing we we paid off was that. Even though it was, like, a low interest rate, it was just so such a low-hanging fruit to pay off that it's, like, why wouldn't we? Yeah. It sounds like you got a really great deal though on a 2005 uh, Honda, Amanda. Where where did you end up purchasing your car from? I found it on Craigslist. They had it listed for $6,000 and when we went to test drive it and negotiate, we didn't even have to do any of the negotiating. The guy <laughs> talked himself down to 5,000. Oh my gosh. The tags were expired and so yeah, we got it for the price that we wanted without having to wow. negotiate. <laughs> so that was, awesome. was that one of the biggest Craigslist transactions you've done or were you, were you a little bit wary of Craigslist before that? Or where were you at on that spectrum? I, I tend to stay on the safe side. Like obviously meet in a public place. Does this mm-hmm. person seem sketchy? 
are they going to just come and like rob me when we have all this money and everything checked out and (laughs) (laughs) during the whole communication process, nothing stood out as a red flag. And so I obviously brought Josh with me because I'm not going to go with that much money alone. And it turned out really good. Awesome. Did you get the, um, did you get the car checked out before you bought it or anything? I didn't get it checked out professionally. He had all of the records for it. We test drove it and it just, it just looked good to us. Yeah. Yeah. We've bought a few cars on like Craigslist and Facebook marketplace and we have not gotten them like checked out. Um, but just, I mean, Travis knows a little bit about cars and we've never had a problem. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we've just have those like red flag detectors. And if they go off, then listen to your gut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. T- and take more people, strengthen numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Bring That's all your cool. friends. Good for you. That is a bold move to make, but it sounds like it really did make a difference for your finances and your ability to pay off your debt that fast. Um, one of the things that has stood out to me uh, as well, I read one of your articles about getting your spouse on board. That was so interesting to me. Can you tell me a little bit more about what that process was like? What's his level of frugality? He's not frugal at all. And it was, it was a process. It took me about a year to get him on board. He, he likes buying things when, when he wants to buy them and he's got a lot of hobbies, which is great, but not for our budget. And, yeah. and it, it really just took take, talking a lot about our why, which is we want to eventually buy a sailboat and just go traveling everywhere. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Bombshell. That's amazing. <laughs> have you guys been boating before? Have you done anything like that? We we have. We've been on our honeymoon. We've been on a couple of sailboats. I worked on a cruise ship and then Josh is an avid fisherman. So we're near it, but we, we haven't owned a boat before. That's amazing. And, and and I love what you said there. And maybe you can expand on that a little bit more, but that starting with the why mm-hmm. kind of having that goal in mind. Um, yeah. Can, can you expand on that a little bit yeah. more and then talk about how did you guys both get to the same why? Mm-hmm. Yep. So when you're, when you're trying to get your spouse on board, the, the way to not do it is, Hey, we're going to cut out all your fun money. You can't do this. You can't buy that. It really has to be an agreement of what do we want to do in the future and what are we willing to sacrifice to get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That was how so cool. I got on board when we were paying off our debt. It was, I was totally not having it. Um, but then like we were engaged and we were thinking about our future. And so that was, that was how Travis got me on board to pay off our debt was the why. Mm. And look at you now. You have your own podcast. <laughs> look at me. I'm talking about look at you. So cute with your pink pop filter. Yeah. <laughs> you can't so how did pop. you, how did you both come to the place of having the same? Why was that easy? Did that take some conversation? It was already there. Cause we had been watching sailing videos and talking about our dream. We just hadn't flipped it to, this is we need to cut out all this debt to get there mm-hmm. have you ever watched gone with the winds i have i love them oh, their, their boat is, is i want their boat i <laughs> didn't know what yeah. that was and i was like jill isn't it gone with the wind 
And now <laughs> you both know something that I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they started out RVing. I stumbled across them because my husband and I lived in an RV for a time. And right. when once we bought it, then obviously we start getting into like, who else is doing this? When you're right. in it, you want to know who else is in the community, you know, similar to this whole debt-free living. Um yeah, and so that that's how we stumbled upon them, and then they moved from their RV into a sailboat, which yeah. is just a whole other animal that looks so fun. Uh, how far off do you think you are from from attaining your why? We'll have a starter boat in the next year. We're not going to go straight for the big catamaran and, and try and quit our job soon. We're going to work into it because it takes a lot to learn how to sail, and we don't want to... We'd rather make mistakes on our small boat instead of the big one. Yeah. That'll be so cool to watch your journey with that. Oh, that's going to make for such wait. a fun, like, blog, YouTube channel and everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, to be able to start from the from the debt part of it to watch <laughs> you then pay it off and then achieve your why. I don't mm-hmm. think that there's many many blogs or podcasts that you've seen that whole transformation or that, yeah, that whole picture, that whole process. That's so cool, Amanda. Good for you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I always think of the, um, whenever I hear about like people starting to like sail, there was a couple that started sailing out of Florida and they had never done it before and they bought their boat and then like several hours later they crashed it into a sandbar and destroyed the boat. (laughs) Um, <laughs> if I think, uh, if I, if I'm thinking about the one you're talking about it, I don't believe they had any sailing lessons and had didn't. very little experience. And then they were sailing at night. So yeah. mistake on top of mistake for that. I know. And everyone in Florida is like, why, how? Cause they were not from Florida. Um, spoiler, every, we're not totally dumb here. We know, <laughs> we know how to boat if that's the one thing we know how to do. Uh, so yeah, when I see people getting out there on boats and like Jill, you guys have one, I'm like, it's like learning how to drive. It's, it's so cool. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun though. There's nothing like the water. I mean, there's a reason cities are built around water. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it's sustaining, you know, you need to drink water, but there's also something very life giving about being on around near water. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so true. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month, 
New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me. Delete.me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and makes sure it stays off. Delete.me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now, add a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com frugal and use promo code FRUGAL at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL and enter code FRUGAL at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL, code FRUGAL. Um, so along these same lines about of you know, getting your spouse on board to kind of get back to that topic a little bit. You said, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, you were the more frugal one, a little bit more eyes on the prize with paying down debt, but your husband has these hobbies and he knows exactly how to spend money and where he wants to spend money. And, um, I think Jen and I can commiserate with you a bit on that. Um, so for others out there who maybe are, they are really, I, you know, focused on paying down debt, but maybe they've got a partner that isn't in the same place or not quite as understanding. Are there other tips that you might give to those people on what to do, how to tarry with them in that process, how to get some buy-in for this whole debt payoff goal? Definitely. So definitely the first one would be the start with the why. Second one, don't nag too much. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, it's like when you're trying to get somebody to do, get on board and do something you want to do, you can't approach it with a nagging behavior. It has to be like a teamwork type of thing where we're working together yeah. towards this. Yeah. How do you do that? Like, how do you fight that desire to be like, no, don't do this. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. But I think just keeping keep talking about your why and mm. and then. Um, just making good points and trying not to nag at every little thing and eventually mm. it will catch on. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't a right away thing. It took me a year to get him on board. And f- what the final straw was, was him going through financial peace university with me and seeing it from somebody else's perspective. It wasn't me telling him about all this stuff, even right. though I had before it was somebody else pointing out all the reasons why you should do it the way it's laid out. That's amazing. Yeah. The power of the third party. Really? You know, somebody else can say it. And it's Amen. like, that's exactly what I said, but no problem. However, yeah. I get the message. Exactly. You, you just have no, to like step back wisdom. and be like, okay with it and not be like, clenched I told you so. fists. Yeah. 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 You have to like have, have grace and it's um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that stood out that you had said to um, previously, I think in your article, is showing your own commitment, like you doing the work first before expecting another person to do it. Um, exactly. That, that also really spoke to me. I think that there's great wisdom in that approach as well. I mean, all of these combined, I think, mm-hmm. is a good combination for getting your partner to agree yeah. or have some buy-in. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you feel like this journey working together on this has kind of like set a foundation for your marriage that you'll take moving forward into other things? Like now that you've kind of grasped marriage, when you're talking about like vacations or something, I don't know, that's a big thing with Travis and I. (laughs) Because we have different opinions on what vacations should be like. And so this has made us like learn compromise and learn teamwork. Um, And so now that we we try and make vacations that are like beneficial to both of us, which I guess shouldn't be a thing that's hard in marriage. You should just be a good human being and compromise with somebody else. Mm -hmm. But we had to learn it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's definitely helped. And especially on, on his part, when we're looking at stuff like, oh, we don't need that right now. It's not a want. It's, it's a want, not a need. Mm. And other things like buying a boat or buy, even buying it, looking at houses that we want to buy. He's like, oh, that's too much. So it's, yeah, it's, mm. it's helped out a lot in other, other areas. That's awesome. I can imagine that, yeah, getting on the same page to accomplish such a massive goal of paying off six figures of debt in such a short amount of time. There, Yeah, there's got to be certain teamwork dynamics that you guys have learned that will pave the way for other things that you do in life, in married life together. Um, I think it... Just that speaks to the type of relationship that you guys have, which is amazing to know that like, oh, we set our sights on this and we did it. We may have been in different places at the start, but to have accomplished that, yeah, hats off. Mm -hmm. And for like for waiting for the year that he was like not on board, like (laughs) that took a lot of patience and just like questioning what you were doing and and all this stuff like how'd you get through that well I think it was a little bit easier since we weren't married I had my finances he had his finances and kind in order to move forward he knew where I stood with getting out of debt and stuff so there was kind of that little I don't know if you want to call it a carrot or yeah bargaining chip (laughs) hanging in front you know that's awesome help get him on board that's cool yeah, that will uh, that'll definitely whip somebody into shape if they care enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Stand your ground, ladies. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, right. I appreciate your transparency in talking about these things in your blog uh, and on your YouTube channel. Like you, you are open about the fact that it took some time to get him on board, and I think that 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 helps me, it helps other people to know that these things take time and we can't expect ourselves to get there in a hot second and much less somebody else who may or may not have the same goals as we do. And so to hear that, that like this took time and it took tarrying with another person, it took compromise, it took long conversations. I think that that brings it back down to reality that this, this wasn't just like an easy snap of the fingers thing for you. Like you had to put work into this. And work with another person. Yeah. And I think that's also what's made like the debt free community on Instagram like such a popular like hashtag and community and Facebook group because you've been transparent and other people have been transparent. And it's just, it's a bunch of people like posting to Instagram, not their like selfies on vacation, but like, these are my goals. This is where I'm failing. This is where I'm succeeding. These are my successes. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we're trying to help normalize talking about money and debt. Yeah. How wow. has, how has the debt-free community like changed 
your life or your debt-free journey? I I don't think I would have made it this far if I didn't have them, to be honest, because Josh doesn't want to talk about this stuff all the time. And I can only go through Financial Peace University so many times. It's <laughs> so important to have a community of people to talk talk through things and cheer you on when you're not doing so good and, and give you hope and motivation to continue forward. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was so cool when I found it. And because I mean, that I started my blog because of the same reason, like I could, my friends were sick of hearing me talk about personal finance and debt and saving money. And like, Travis was getting there. And I was like, well, I better start this blog if if I want to continue being married. And in the debt free community wasn't around yet. Um, And so when I found it, like near the end of our journey, it was just it was so cool to like see all these people because not everybody has like a spouse that they can like bounce this off of and like commiserate with and like Mm. this is the group for people to do that um and that's so cool that was like another thing that inspired like us to start this podcast was that like well the debt-free community has like a youtube channel and they have the like facebook but like they don't have a dedicated podcast so we can we can do this with them in mind yeah, definitely. I was just curious a little bit more about your, you know, hashtag debt-free community. Mm-hmm. Um, like what, what have you seen come out of that? If you want to talk a little bit about what prompted you to start that Instagram yeah. tag. I think it was 2016. There weren't very many people posting on Instagram actual posts about getting out of debt and what they're doing. You would see, you'd find, you'd follow Dave Ramsey and all these other financial people, but not real everyday people. And so I would look through hashtag Dave Ramsey, debt free, and a couple others. And I would just see all those salespeople trying to sell those skinny wraps or skinny teas, and they were polluting my feet. Oh my gosh. So the debt-free community was born out of annoyance, really, because I thought, okay, we the small group of people that there was, we need our own hashtag. That way, new people can follow that and then find other accounts, and that's how we can all stay connected and follow each other. That's so and cool. And I see a positive community that's inspiring others to hop on board and get rid of their debt. I get a ton of messages every day just telling me how thankful they are to have a community like this. Mm. for support because either their spouse or their family is not really supportive. So they need somebody else. Mm. And then friendships. So many friendships have blossomed out of this community. Mm. Yes. Yes. I have made several online friends out of this and uh, it's so cool. Like you can have friends like doing, you really can have friends that are not intimidated when you talk about personal finance. They actually (laughs) want to talk about paying off debt. It's so fun. (laughs) Yeah, that's how Jen and I met. <laughs> yeah, we connected over paying off debt and living frugally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is cool. And and you, Amanda, have talked about that in your writing and your work, just about it being contagious, this frugality and, and spilling over. And obviously it spilled over to create a whole community. It's really cool. Yeah. Um. To get back to the topic of your frugality, we did have a question from our Frugal Friends community group on Facebook, and uh, they have dogs, and they wanted to know about frugal pet care, and like Jill and I do not have dogs. Jill has a bird named Pequeño. Yeah. Um, but like we, I was really interested to see like how you 
save on pet care? And because I know your your dogs have been to the vet like like a lot during this journey. Like it yeah. is not is like. Can you just like tell us about that? So for saving on them, we found a an affordable vet in our area that charges so much less than the other areas. So we um, visit them a lot for shots and other medical procedures like removing stuff or if they're sick we go there for for like that I know you asked about the heartworm mm-hmm. medicine for how to save money on that I don't think that's an area that I would be frugal on I would just continue to take it as prescribed to keep your pets safe yeah have you ever had like any like frugal fails with your pets oh my gosh yes that that same vet so <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mac one of my basset hounds he had a he had a couple of growths removed and then something else done. They put him under and at like a five days afterwards, he stopped eating completely and we didn't know what was wrong with him. So we kept on taking him back to the vet. And while the vet is cheap and affordable, he's not a very good people person or communicating what's wrong with your pet. So we often walked away confused. And after spending $500 there, we went and got a second opinion and turns out he just had a bad reaction to the anesthetic. And that's why he wasn't eating. And we had wasted all that money trying to figure that out. So that's one of the frugal fails that, that we tried to get around. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so every time, like, every time you take them to the vet, is that like a out-of-pocket expense? Or do you have, like, pet insurance or something? Yep, out-of-pocket. So it would come out of our emergency fund. Or if, it's, if we know we're going to go to the vet, we'll stash some money aside. Okay. Yeah. Any other tips for like saving on pets? Can cut their own nails if they will allow it. I know some, <laughs> my dogs, they, they sound like they're dying when you try to cut their, their fingernails, but you could do that. You could do like ear cleanings and bathings at home, keep all that stuff there, but I would still go to the vet for the big things. Nice. And what, what are your dog's names? Buddy and Mac. Buddy and Mac. Nice. They're so and they're both cute. the same type of dog? Yeah, they're both basset hounds. Nice. Oh my gosh. So, Amanda, this is the part of the show where we take a little break and we like to let loose. And <laughs> we have. And, and it's undeniable. It's unmistakable. It's everybody's favorite part. Week? It's the. <laughs> Bell of the week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Okay, tell us what your favorite bill is this week. My favorite bill is not having to pay student loans anymore because we did off two and a half weeks ago. Woohoo! How How does that feel? Like, how have you been feeling? I've been feeling like I want to buy everything because I don't have any debt. <laughs> so true. I think I, it's like I'm still I, in yeah. celebratory mode. I feel that you. That is amazing. I was going to ask, yeah, how have you celebrated? That's so recent. Yeah, Two what are weeks. the things yeah. you have purchased? Stuff that we've needed for the car. Let's see. I did some workout clothes. 
We went out to dinner with friends to celebrate, did a big old barbecue at the harbor, uh, and then a bunch of workout gear. I think I also got a bunch of workout gear when I (laughs) became because I was wearing that is not my version of rewarding myself. I was wearing the same (laughs) old stuff like for the past for several years, and like I work out at a gym, so like everybody saw me wear the same thing every day, and. like between washes, of course, but oh man, I went out and I bought it used, used stuff, but it was new to me. (laughs) There you go. Stoked about it. That's awesome. That's cool. How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better, like Monarch. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. Um... Wow. So in gen- so in total, are, are you fully debt-free now, Amanda? Nothing left? Oh my yep, completely wow. debt-free. Wow. Oh, and how does that feel? It feels amazing. I, I don't think it's fully hidden yet. We have, we've had one paycheck since we became debt-free. Okay. I think as more go on and as we see our savings go up, it's going to hit. That yeah. is a great feeling. I am... Um... I had a personal capital account while we were paying off debt and I never looked at it because it was so depressing. Um, cause it doesn't like track your transactions or budgets or anything. It literally just tracks your net worth. And I had a zero. Going up. No, no. So I was like, why would I look at this? This is so depressing. And now I look at it like once a week because I'm getting ready to hit that like six figure mark for net worth. Nice. I am the most stoked and I am going to celebrate when that day happens. You want to celebrate by flying me down there? (laughs) That sounds like a good way to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate by (laughs) buying Jill a ticket to see. Yes. Yes. You heard it, Amanda. (laughs) Um, So if you don't have one of those accounts, you should definitely get one. And now you can like watch all of your things go up. Yes. Granted, granted, (laughs) I will never know. Well, I will not in the near future know what it's like to be completely debt-free because we bought our house while we were paying off debt. 
So I still am technically, I have debt. So I'm envious that you have that like complete free feeling. But yep, until we buy a house, yeah. <laughs> whenever that's going to be. Yeah. It could be your boat. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to pay it in cash, Jill. Shh. Yeah, you could get there. <laughs> um, so you're working on your emergency fund. What do you see that like taking? How long? And um, like, how did you determine how much you're going to save for that? We're going to do $25,000 and we determine that by taking how much our monthly expenses are, like bare bones minimum. Mm -hmm. And then we added a couple extra thousand because we're going to have a boat right afterwards. So we just figured Josh likes the nice round number and then we'll still keep like 2000 close by for easy access. That's awesome. And uh, And I think it's going to, we're probably, we're going to try and have it done by the end of the year. Cool. Yeah. We, um, had a little snafu after we finished paying off our debt because Hurricane Irma came through literally 10 days after we paid off our debt. 10 freaking days. 10 days. Um, So it was like we hadn't even, it hadn't set in and then we were like taking a tree off our house. Um, (laughs) That's what you have the emergency fund for. Yes. Yes. It sounds like our truck saga. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I heard that you you had a little truck snafu recently. A few of them. Oh, yes, a few. Um, Whoa, what happened there? So I'll I'll start with accident number one. That was back in March, the day before Josh's birthday. And two weeks before we paid it off, somebody rear-ended him. And it bent the frame on the back. It was It's in a section that that they can unbend it without causing damage to the truck. But that was a big saga. And then on the day that we became debt-free, we were going out to breakfast and a 17-year-old, she just didn't know how to park. And she uh, she dragged her, her car along the side of the truck when, when she was trying to park. <gasps> and then number three happened nine or so days later. He got T-boned by another car. Which oh. it didn't, it caused minimal damage for his truck, but her car was messed up. The whole bumper fell off. Oh, no. Oh, my word. Was this all to the same truck? Yeah. Oh, my, oh. Oh my goodness. And then one more thing. You gotta wonder, <laughs> is it a magnet or what? I know, I know. And then he was driving to Home Depot yesterday and a bird flew in front of his grill. And oh, poor bird. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like we just need to sell this truck or get some sage around it. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not even a smart car where you can like apologize because you didn't see it. Like it's a truck. Right, right. <laughs> it doesn't blend in. A couple people have that theory though. They say since it's gray, it blends in with the road and you can't really see it. But I don't know. Oh, please. <laughs> it was parked. <laughs> if, you lo- if you can't see it, then you should stop driving. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, also stuff you only hear about happening in Florida, like, with bad drivers. Um, (laughs) So I'm, like, glad it didn't happen to you in Florida because that would just (laughs) make me so sad. Um, But, like, your insurance has been okay with it, right? You got Yeah, since we weren't at fault, it hasn't gone up at all. Awesome. But they've been super helpful. We have USAA with, with the whole transactions and being the liaison for everything. That's awesome. Any any tips for people going through that same kind of Murphy? 
stay strong. It's not going to stay along forever. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of what somebody would want to say to me, but I don't know if I believe it at this point. Right. That's right. fine. That's so fine. Yeah. Uh, Tragedy happens. Yeah. Right. But keep on trucking. Yeah, there you go. Yes. That's bumper sticker word. I was just thinking our bumper stickers keep on trucking and it's... Other, uh, there are a few bumper sticker phrases from this episode I'll think of. We don't actually make bumper stickers, but I'm I mean, just I could, thinking. I could make a bumper sticker. Oh my gosh, yeah, you have that like vinyl press thing. Um, yeah. I just keep a running list of things that I could turn into bumper stickers, but Jill doesn't like bumper stickers. <laughs> I do. I, I've got a whole a whole thing, a whole rant about bumper stickers. But I mean, listen, if you're going to make money off of it, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Amanda, like, what's next uh, for you uh, and for, like, Debt Free in sunny California, or sunny CA, either one? Yep. So for Josh and I, what's next is finishing our baby step three, six, three to six months in an emergency fund. And then we're going to buy our first starter boat. We're going to save for that. It's going to be probably 30-foot sailboat that we'll keep in the harbor close by. Those are our goals. For Debt Free and Sunny CA, I'm working on launch, like finishing up my website. I want to launch a store and get some products up there and then just keep on with the YouTube videos and the blogs and really grow that. That's cool. What kind of products are you going to have? I want to do like live like no one else, decal, like some decals for cars or anything that you want to place it on. I would like to do bags and stuff like that, kind of swag. And then I'm trying to think of a product that I could make once and then just have it, you know, put your effort into it once and then yeah. continue to, to make revenue from there because right. that's, that's what will really help us get to our goal of quitting our jobs and going sailing going and not sailing. having to work full time. Mm. Are you hoping that debt free and sunny CA will be the kind of catalyst and like the platform for that? Definitely sustain you then while you're, that's great. Yep. So I want it to be about uh, obviously centered around finances and then also travel blogging and showing the whole financial part of that. So that's kind of my end goal there. Yeah. And that's awesome because I'm so glad that all of your stuff is doing well because some people will start doing this like just to make money. And Mm -hmm. it just looks like you started it to just be a space where like people could live fully and where we could all experience this debt-free journey together. uh, And people see that. And so like for anybody that wants to start anything that's going to succeed, that's it. Like the human connection is Mm -hmm. priority. And so I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Um, Jill, do you have anything else? No, keep up the good work. I'm excited to watch your journey, Amanda. It's really cool. I hope you get that sailboat soon. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You guys will definitely be invited on it. We'll do a podcast from the sea. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Man. Yes. All right, cool. Well, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Hope you enjoyed this interview um, with Amanda from Debt Free in Sunny CA. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you, Amanda. Bye. Thank you, guys. If you want to talk more about this episode with Amanda, definitely join our Facebook group at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash group. Uh, We talk about different kinds of ways to save money, 
uh, frugality, and a lot of gifts are dropped in that group. So if you want to hang out with us more, definitely join the Frugal Friends community on Facebook. Another way to connect and support us is by leaving us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to us on. Uh, But we want to read you one of our faves this week from iTunes. This was left by Chelsea Sourman, a good, good friend of mine and who actually pretty much makes it possible for me to be frugal because she's the one that I do batch cooking with and she gives me all of her leftover clothes and we lived with her for a month. So pretty much all of my frugal tips are thanks to Chelsea. But anyhow, she comes at us with great podcasts. I love the humor and realness of Jen and Jill as they share tips that are actually useful and easy to start implementing. Thanks Jay and Jay for changing the world one wallet at a time. May we all spend less and vacation more. Cheers. Cheers to that. Spend less and vacation more. Yes. (laughs) I hope that comes true for you, Chelsea. Thanks for your awesome review. And I hope that comes true for all of you too. And if you want to save more money so that you can travel more, hit that subscribe button and you'll get a new episode every Frugal Friends Friday. And as always, uh, any links... Uh, to Amanda's stuff or anything we mention is always online in our show notes at frugalfriendspodcast.com. That'll be all for today. That's it. Go find your why. Pay off your debt. Yeah. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriani. Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.